Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Glenn Youngkin headlined a CNN town hall last night to discuss his efforts to reform schools in the state of Virginia. The grades are in for Maryland's more than 1,400 public schools. I'm Kate Ryan. A judge sides with the former chair of the Prince George's County School Board, but it's not the end. I'm John Doman. Good morning. Welcome in 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Snow, rain, you name it, much of California has seen it. A lot of it in recent weeks. The latest, a so-called atmospheric river overhead. That is up north in California's Southland and the San Bernardino Mountains. Rescue crews are digging their way to people's doors to deliver prescription medications in Crestline and to see if they are okay. The cars are out there. There's snow up to their door. So they're going to check. Riverside County Fire, they're going to do a welfare check. We went for a ride-along with San Bernardino County Public Information Officer Captain Steve Consinaldi to see what crews are facing up here. These Crestline residents now bracing for rain. CBS LAK Cal TV's Jasmine Veal. CBS News confirms a story first reported by the New York Times that ex-president Donald Trump has an invitation to appear next week before a grand jury in Manhattan. What is it all about? CBS's Graham Cates. The investigation is focused on a $130,000 payment made in October 2016 to the adult film star Stormy Daniels. The payment was orchestrated by Trump's former fixer and lawyer Michael Cohen, who did federal prison time as a result of the payment. Grand jury invitations like this in New York are frequently followed by criminal indictments. Overseas, a still unexplained shooting in Germany's third largest city. Video shows what appears to be a gunman opening fire outside this building in Hamburg, Germany. Police say several people inside were killed and others injured Thursday night. The three-story building is used by the Jehovah's Witnesses. A police spokesman said there is no indication that the perpetrator is on the run and that they may be among the dead. CBS's Bradley Blackburn. Before a Senate panel explain, uh, questioning him about East Palestine and other Norfolk Southern derailments, CEO Alan Shaw promised... I'm going to make sure they've got the right training, the right processes, the right equipment and the right technology. But there has been another Norfolk Southern derailment. This one in Alabama. Nobody hurt. Reportedly nothing toxic spilled. On the Consumer Watch. Epic Everlasting Play is recalling 3.2 million of its popular Calico Critters toys. Following three incidents involving bottle and pacifier accessories, those incidents are blamed for the deaths of two children. Included in the recall, more than 50 types of animal figurines and sets sold with a bottle and pacifier accessory. CBS's Linda Kenyon. Political news of sorts from China. No re-election campaign, but Chinese President Xi Jinping has won another term, his third for five years, following the deletion of a two-term presidential limit in the Chinese constitution. This is CBS News. Allison Chester, come on, we need to do this radio spot. Okay, Larry, I'm here. Me too. We need to tell people why they should watch Get Up DC on WUSA 9. Isn't it obvious? It is to me. Listen, how about the fact that we are on top of breaking news? Plus, we have all the overnight news folks may have missed. And I always have the newest model runs for DC's most accurate forecast. And we let drivers know how to get around the traffic hotspots. Like I said, obvious. How you start your day matters. Started with Get Up DC weekdays at 425 only on WUSA 9. WTLP at 103. Good Friday morning. It's March 10th, 2023. Cloudy and cold this overnight early morning. 
Low in the 30s, most of the area by daybreak. We're down to 38 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride here on WTOP. We start the ride this morning with news that could impact the future of your commute locally in Maryland. What started out as a public-private partnership formed to develop parts of the Beltway and I-270 through the use of toll lanes is now, this morning, no more, we're told. The private companies involved in the whole thing say... They're done. Tolling operator Transurban and Macquarie Group, along with the state of Maryland, made up the consortium, and now the two private companies have backed out. Maryland's former Republican Governor Larry Hogan fought for the controversial plan, which would have renewed the American Legion Bridge, but the current Democratic Governor Wes Moore has expressed that he wasn't for the toll plan. Transurban says it's disappointed an agreement couldn't be reached with the state, but also says delays in environmental approvals and several unresolved environmental lawsuits were a part of its decision. More in a statement to WTOP says the state doesn't owe the companies any payments, and moving forward, the state will move in a way, he says, ensure social equity, environmental protection, and engagement with local partners while acting in the best interest of taxpayers. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 105 on your Friday morning. Up in the morning and out to school. Over in Maryland, the State's Department of Education issuing its statewide school report card. For the first time since the pandemic, Maryland's education officials have issued the annual report card. And this year, it shows that more than half, 63% of schools kept their rating. Now, top schools get five stars. The lowest performing schools get one star. The ratings for the 2021-2022 school year are based on things like graduation rates, the progress of English language learners, along with the performance on the Maryland Comprehensive Assessment Program, or MCAPS. Statewide, the school attendance rate is 91%, and the graduation rate is 86%. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. And then there's this. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin was part of a CNN town hall last night, Wednesday night this week. The topic of discussion was the issue of education. He was asked about gun safety in school from a father who says his kid's teacher was shot during class earlier this year. In our plan, which we call Right Help Right Now, we proposed investing nearly $250 million in order to create capacity in schools with counselors, with telemedicine, to create capacity with mobile crisis units and, and, and crisis receiving units, and to provide capacity after a crisis so that there's a place for people to go. Meantime, she held the top spot on the county's education board until fellow board members charged her with several accusations that included incompetence. The Maryland Board of Education even recommended she be fired, but after nearly a year of fighting to keep her spot on the Prince George's County School Board, a judge has ruled in her favor this week. In the summary of the opinion, an administrative law judge says he doesn't believe Juanita Miller committed any of the charges leveled against her, including misconduct in office and incompetence, and he recommended Miller keep her spot on the school board. But it's not the final say. Some current and former members of the board are likely to file a response to the State Board of Education, and it is possible the board could still remove her. As it is, Miller has already lost her spot as chair of the board a few months ago, but does remain an at-large member. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to Miller for further comments. 
It's 107, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, and intuitive online ordering, an increase in organic search visibility, and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877 Web now one. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP. Dean Lane. Good morning, March 10th. We're the time now on WTOP. It's 108. Glad you're with Michael and Sons heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start on the Capitol Beltway. The work zone continues, though volumes are lighter. The work zone is still somewhat problematic on the outer loop transitioning from Maryland into Virginia. On the Virginia side of the Legion Bridge, the work after the GW Parkway all the way to the Dallas Toll Road should be one right lane to get by. Do so with care, but you should be able to do so, do so I should say, fairly efficiently. The rest of the Capitol Beltway is actually in pretty darn good shape this morning. 95 southbound, still seeing a, a smidge of delays through Woodbridge after 123, where we had the heart and guts of our work zone, but a lot of the cones that we saw in the cameras earlier, they are gone. Wondering whether they are finishing picking this one up. This one may be done and dusted fairly soon. It is eluding the cameras pretty successfully. If you see it, let us know what you are seeing there or anywhere at 866-304-WTOP or you can message us through the WTOP app if that is more your speed. You can do it safely. On 66, outside the Beltway, work after 29 Centerville as you cross Cub Run into the Cone Zone heading for Sudley Road. One right lane gets by. Eastbound as you'll find the work near 28 Centerville. That is one to the left to get by. Dulles Connector Road, your eastbound ramp to the inner loop. Nope, can't use it this morning. That is shut down for work until about 5 o'clock this morning. Maryland work northbound on the BW Parkway is going to be near I-195. Single right past the work. Delays easing through this one, but the cones, as far as we know, are still in the roadway. 50 across the Bay Bridge. Two-way traffic on the eastbound band. There was crash activity on 100 through Anne Arundel County near 170 Telegraph Road with caution on the right side. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking rain and snow making its way towards the area. So watch out. It's going to be a rather wet morning commute. So give yourself plenty of extra time. We'll see showers off and on during the day. Now as we make our way in towards the evening into the day on Saturday, rather windy and cold conditions. Wind chills on Saturday in the 30s just about all day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Right now we are looking at 38 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour Friday morning, March 10th. This check brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 110. Money News, we bring you at 10 and 40 past the hour. On WTOP, here's Jeff. The Dow lost 544 points Thursday, the NASDAQ down 2%. Big companies announced 181,000 layoffs in January and February, the most since 2009. Apple's launching a classical music app, searchable by composer or conductor.
Eight restaurants have been added to the 2023 Michelin DC Restaurant Guide. Spots inspectors say are too good to keep secret. You can see the list at WTOP.com. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Asian stocks are lower across the board this early Friday morning in the 1 a.m. hour on WTOP. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Where the time now is one eleven. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Fort Belvoir locally in Fairfax County is one of the Army installations, many of them, that is supposed to be getting a new name. But the Board of Supervisors there is leading an apparent effort to stop that from happening. Fort Belvoir was originally named after an Army general back in 1917, but then renamed in 1935 after a colonial-era plantation that once stood on its grounds. Fairfax now reports the board has an issue with some of the reasons the Army's naming commissions added Fort Belvoir in the first place to a list of installations that need a new name, including questions apparently over historical inaccuracies and uncertainties about how black history should be represented at the fort. Stay tuned. Sad news from the world of entertainment this morning. Actor Robert Blake, the Emmy-winning Beretta star, has died. He was 89. Robert Blake's life would have made a fascinating film. From childhood actor in the Our Gang comedy shorts to his breakthrough movie role as a brutal killer in 1967's In Cold Blood. You know there was a time once when we almost had it made. Then his popular TV show, Beretta, in which he played a police detective with a pet cockatoo. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Hello. All of which were overshadowed when he was accused of killing his second wife in 2001. But a jury decided... Not guilty of the crime of first-degree murder of Bonnie Lee Bakley. Months later, he was found liable in a wrongful death lawsuit brought against him by Bakley's children. The actor declared bankruptcy, but he remained angry and defiant, telling ABC News in 2019. I'm beat up all the hell and gone, but I'm still here. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Now, a statement released this week on behalf of his niece says that Blake died in Los Angeles Outwest after a long battle with heart disease. Big look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP Friday morning for you. A major change for a storage men's college basketball program in our area. We'll tell you what's happening at Georgetown this morning. And President Joe Biden's budget proposal now includes a 25% minimum tax on the richest Americans. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these developing stories in just a minute. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. It's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and you know what time of year it is? It's springtime with all those after-school spring activities. That means it's also time to take your kids to the Good Feet Store. If our kids are going to stay active and healthy, then they need Good Feet, because whether it's ballet or soccer, drama or field hockey, band or baseball, their feet need to feel good. Those cleats, sneakers, or band shoes often don't do those young feet any favors. Bring them into the Good Feet store and let us show them the difference Good Feet art supports can make. Our team members will measure their feet and find the right art support for them. They can still wear the shoes they want, but they will have the support to make them comfortable now and keep their feet healthy for the future. It won't take long, and it could change their life. The Good Feet store has seven locations in greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Goodfeet Store. WTOP at 115.
Good morning. Welcome in. You're listening to WTOP News. Let's talk tech stuff this early Friday, March 10th. Move your files fast with Fileport. This is Soundbites, and I'm Alan Davidson. Got a file that's too big to email? So why not teleport it with Fileport? You can Fileport files up to 2 gigabytes for free. No clumsy cloud transfers. No annoying apps to download. You don't even need to register an account. And if you're tired of hearing about AI, relax. There's no AI here. Just a simple real-time stream from you to your recipient. So your content gets delivered in barely a blink. Photos, artwork, audio and video files. Any content up to 2 gigabytes. It's the easiest way to zap from point A to point B. Just drag and drop your file. Choose your destination and off it goes. Got bigger files? The paid version lets you send up to 2 terabytes of data at once at fileport.io. With Soundbites, I'm Alan Davidson for CBS News. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Adjust the way you look tonight. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Here's a highlight from Eric Tapp, Senior Executive for Business Development for the Defense Division at GDIT, on the discussion Mission Partner Environments from the series Enabling JAD C2, sponsored by GDIT. There's a couple of really basic components that change the game for the Mission Partner networking and mission partner sharing. It's data tagging, it's the identity management, and then there's the policy, the digital access control policy. JADC2 is key to delivering information advantage. The success of JADC2 depends on enabling technologies such as mission partner environments or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs that make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters, enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit GDIT.com slash MPE. Coming right up on WTLP after traffic and weather this morning. A jury finds the former Laurel police chief guilty of setting fires and attempting to kill those inside. I'm Megan Cloherty. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 118. Glad you're with us. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. I'll go along with that, at least for the time being, Dino. We start in Virginia, outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. Volumes have decreased, but people still a little sluggish through this work zone on the outer loop from the GW Parkway to the Dulles Toll Road. The right lane is getting by single file. If you're trying to see, seek some relief in the express lanes on the outer loop, uh-uh. Not this morning. Those are shut down all the way to a point beyond I-66. That's another work zone to deal with. On 95, caller confirms that our work zone southbound past Woodbridge and exit 160 for Route 123. That is gone. Lanes have been reopened. There might be still some signage on the side of the roadway that the uh, crew's trying to pick up now, but the lanes are open as you make your way southward through Dale City and on towards uh, Fredericksburg. Northbounders never were affected by that. 66, outside the Beltway, the work zone after 29 Centerville as you cross Cub Run, heading past the Manassas Rest Area, the right lane gets by. Eastbounders, you'll find work near 28 Centerville. We were told that was a left lane 
Pavilion to get by. And on the Maryland side, there was work on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. It was northbound near I-195, the ramps for BWI Marshall Airport. There was a right lane getting by. There had been crash activity at Arundel County. That was 100 eastbound, traveling from I-97 toward the BW Parkway, the crash near Telegraph Road, was supposed to be over on the right side with one off the roadway. Introducing the Maryland Lottery's 50th anniversary cash bash promotion. You could win up to $5 million. Learn more at mdlottery.com slash cash bash. Please play responsibly. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Tracking our winter storm, making its way through with wet roadways, rain to the south and east, snow to the north and west of Washington. Any snow will be changing over to rain there as well. So keep those umbrellas handy during the day. It'll be off and on periods of rain. Uh, high temperatures into the low to mid-40s for the most part on Saturday, mid to upper 40s, but wind chills remain in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now we're at 42 degrees in Rockville. It's 37 Ashburn, 39 District Heights. We're at 38 and holding. In our nation's capital this early morning, this latest check brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. Good morning. It's 120. Glad you're with us. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock carpet is now on sale at FloorMax with up to 50% off. That's right, a whole house of carpet installed with free upgraded pads for less than $2,000 only at FloorMax. That's all in-stock carpet up to 50% off at FloorMax. Plus, act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com now. That's FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. WTOP at 121. Good morning. This is WTOP News. David Crawford, a former police chief locally in Laurel, is found guilty this week of intentionally setting fires. In some cases, we're told investigators say this was done in occupied homes. 71-year-old David Crawford could face life in prison for setting four fires in Howard County. In some of those fires, eight people were inside. In court records show, after a week-long trial, a jury found Crawford guilty of all eight counts of attempted murder as well. Crawford's defense attorney says he maintains his innocence and plans to appeal, noting that prosecutors did not need to prove a motive for the dozens of fires, which span from 2011 to 2020. During the trial, fire investigators from six Maryland counties, including Montgomery and Prince George's, testified against the former Laurel Police Chief, as he has pending charges for setting fires there as well. Last week, Crawford was convicted of first-degree arson in Frederick County. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Transportation now, Metro trains have been under manual control for more than a decade now after that deadly crash that happened back in 2009. But now Metro is apparently making its final preparations to bring automatic train operations back. To that end, NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss this morning explains when we could see this happen. What Metro would like to do is switch the ATO system back on on the red line first, and that'll be in the summer, sometime in the summer. They can't say specifically yet. And then all of the lines by the end of this year. And when you take a look at the operational efficiencies that something like this could have, it really could be big business for the metro system getting riders to come back. Because for so long now, we've been hearing from riders who say, look, it's taking too long in between trains. The wait times are too long. Something like this, if you equate it to an automated driving system in your car, it can cut down on seconds, which then leads to minutes and then leads to a better ride for everybody. Nine people actually died in that 2009 crash on the red line, the deadliest incident actually in Metro history. 
In other news, federal regulators say that Yeti has recalled nearly 2 million coolers and gear cases because the magnets can apparently come detached from them, posing what they say is a serious risk of injury or death. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says this morning people should immediately stop using the recalled products and contact Yeti for a refund. The products include, we're told, the Sidekick Dry Gear Case, M20 Soft Backpack Cooler, and M30 Soft Cooler. More details, a click away at our website, search recalls. The FDA has new screening standards that could save the lives of thousands of women. These new rules, medically, say mammogram providers, actually have to notify women if they have what is considered dense breast tissue and recommend that those women consult their doctor about additional testing. Washington Post health reporter David Ovalle joined us earlier. He says the FDA, Food and Drug Administration's latest order, will actually, he thinks, help more women detect breast cancer early on. The tissue is so dense that it shows up as white on, on the mammograms. Well, a lot of the cancerous tumors can show up also as white, so it makes it more difficult for the radiologist to pinpoint exactly if there is a tumor hiding. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Good Friday morning, March 10th. Glad you're with us this early hour at WT. P 125 is the time to be exact. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And we check in at the sports desk once again this early Friday morning with Mr. Rob Woodford. This season, the Capitals rarely get two points in the standings when they don't get more than two on the scoreboard. Despite a strong night from goalie Darcy Kemper, the 3-2 shootout loss to the Devils dropped the Caps to just 3-24-4 when scoring two or fewer goals this season, Peter Laviolette. We had chances, I think, to score and you know weren't able to capitalize. Darcy played an unbelievable game. But you have opportunity and we, we just couldn't get it done. And I think you look back with frustration. In local college hoops, Maryland advanced to the Big Ten Tournament quarterfinals for the second time in three seasons thanks to a 70-54 win over Minnesota. This despite getting little offense beyond Dante Scott in the first half. Coach Kevin Willard on Big Ten Network. Actually, I'm okay offensively. We had a lot of guys. This is their first Big Ten Tournament. I think we had a little nerves going on, but I think as the game went on, I like what we did offensively. The Terps have another 9 p.m. tip-off against Indiana. Virginia, a winner over North Carolina to advance to an ACC semifinal matchup with Clemson. A day after Georgetown went one and done in the Big East tournament. Coach Patrick Ewing is done after a monumentally disappointing six-year tenure at his alma mater. In his final two seasons, Ewing had a 206 win percentage that, according to ESPN Stats and Info, was eighth worst among 363 qualifying Division I teams. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 127, an update on traffic and weather. Minute away.